to The Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Boys America family, how's it going? It's The Get Down with Hurley Brown, and it's your favorite Replacement host, Kelvin Harris, the Nick Foles of Voice America, taking us to the Super Bowl. I'm holding it down for Hurley, and today, co-hosting with me is my man, Jay DeLay, radio personality in Houston. Is it 94? Was it, Jay? Let you, 104.5. Yeah, number one in your, your programs, you know what I'm saying, and in your hearts. Today, we're going to talk football, a lot of football. We're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk uh, college. And then at the end, Jay uh, has an interesting, well, I guess it ties into the NFL, a uh, little situation with Deshaun Watson going on in Houston. But oh, yeah. let's start off by, talk, by, by, by talking week two, Jay. Um, games ended last night for second week. And the uh, Chicago Bears looked really good on defense with Roquan Smith, uh, Akeem Hicks, and Eddie Goldman in the middle, and that man, Khalil Mack, on the that outside. Man. Oh, dear God. That Did was some great money. Like they were they possessed. Well, what it, what it shows is when you have a pass rusher that good, he makes everybody else better. He makes the cornerbacks better. He makes his other D linemen better. Uh, he makes the linebackers better. And, you know, they already had a really good linebacker in Rokon Smith and a real right. smart veteran linebacker in Danny Trevathan. They just needed that one uh, Jabrock, one Jabrock I guess you call it, yeah, to get them over the hump. And so now everybody falls into their position. On the flip side, Seattle, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I just don't know. I, I looked at that, and, it, and at first, I, of course, you see Khalil Mack just creating havoc. And I begin to say, you know, okay, well, that's it, but... I was seeing, for the first time in a long time, I was really seeing Seattle's quarterback position look like I saw a a chink in the armor. Well, not necessarily a chink in the armor. They're asking him him to do – they're asking him to perform miracles. I mean, he might as well have him on a priest outfit because – he doesn't have a lot of weapons. All right, you draft Rashad Penny, number one. I get it. You're on the West Coast. You saw him up close and personal. You think he fits your scheme. But Chris Carson is the more effective back of the two, the seventh-round guy you drafted last year. Okay. Wow. Then you get rid of Jimmy, you get rid of Jimmy Graham for uh, Disley, the, the rookie tight end, who's not a bad player. But he's not Jimmy Graham. He doesn't create the mismatches. mismatches. Oh, God, by no, by, by no stretch of the imagination, is he? And then you go to the outside. Brandon Marshall, 
is a great possession receiver right now because he's a big body and he makes catches and he's a smart guy, he's a veteran. But he doesn't create separation. Basically, the same argument you hear from the Dallas people about Des Bryant. About Des Bryant. So you don't have absolutely. But you don't have a guy because Baldwin is hurt. You don't have a guy that can take the edge, the top off the defense, and create that space in the middle of the field that Marshall um, needs. And then you got Dwayne Brown at left tackle. You know you're familiar with him because you're a Houston. You're in Houston and Houston. You yeah, saw good he was former Houston Texan. That was the best move they've made. But basically, what they're saying is, we're going to give you a left tackle, and that's it. You got to make it work. <laughs> and then on defense, well, you know what I see with Seattle is they basically said, all right, we had a great run with the with the guys we had. We're going to let all of them go and reboot and get these rookie contracts again, and we're going to make another run with a different crew. And you know, I guess Pete Carroll says he's got you know another another uh, uh, another run in him. You know, he's sixty seven. He turned sixty seven the other day. Um. You know, he got rid of both of his coordinators, uh, Daryl Bevel and Chris Richard. So he's starting over there as sure. well. He brought back Keith Norton. you really see another run for him? It's not that I see another run. as if he sees another run, if the organization. And to tell you the truth, Jay, this is what's going to happen in sports now. If you're a football fan, you basically got to look at it like it's college now because teams are going to have four or five-year runs depending on – when they drafted the quarterback, what kind of uh, contract he's got, and mm-hmm. the type of ability the other stars got when and where they were drafted at. Now, Oakland, um, you know, gave up, Mac, and we talked about this off air. Um, I was privy to a back-channel situation in which Mark Davis was, um, you know, he's been trying to sell a, a good portion of interest in the team, and he thought he had it done this time last year. And the guy had some overseas money, and that couldn't be used in the purchase. And okay. uh, I don't think he got it done. So then they came to the conclusion that we're going to put all our eggs in the quarterback and, I guess, in the uh, coach. So you give your coach, what, $10 million a year? But you can't $10 million a year for 10 years, $100 million. So now you let Mac walk? Yeah, and, you know, John Gruden is a stubborn guy. So he says stuff like, well, the guy didn't want to be here. Okay, well, you didn't take the opportunity to go, you know, meet the guy. And then you say stuff like, well, our defense wasn't that good uh, with him. Okay, well, maybe it wasn't just him. I mean, you're looking at Chicago. Chicago had a decent defense last year, but he makes them possibly an elite defense because he absolutely. He is every bit as good at what he does as Aaron Donald is. Those two guys are transcendental players. I mean, generational talent. They transcend the, the norm simply because, and especially, I have to say, you know, with what you just said about Aaron Donald, he's in the middle. You generally don't find a guy playing two, three techniques that's that's creating that kind of havoc, and and I mean he's a special player. Khalil Mack he is a special player. He, he reminds me. Um, he reminds me of my, my, one of my good friends, Warren Sapp, 
who I think if he were playing oh, right now, he would he would get drug tested every week because they wouldn't they they just would not believe the things that he's doing. Um, Khalil Mack, I can't believe I'm gonna use this name. Lawrence Taylor. He reminds me. Of, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't you don't say I knew you that. were gonna say it. I know you were gonna go. I know you were gonna go there because I, I'm gonna tell you during the game who they honored and gave him his Hall of Fame ring, I believe it was, last night, Brian Erlocker. They were talking Brian about Urlacher, this is the yeah. anniversary. This is the anniversary. He had 25 tackles. And I was like, good, but Brian Erlocker, great athlete, but he's not a Khalil Mack. No, no. Khalil Mack, and I, and I don't, I, I, I feel awkward saying this, but so far, he is he is closer to being LT than anyone else I've ever seen. Uh, Von I Miller is Von Miller is more like uh, Derek Thomas. Those two guys are very uh, great comparison. There. Great comparison. Great comparison. Um, I would have said, you know, let me give you one other name. When you when you think of Von Miller, your time that you spent in Houston, how about a Broderick yeah. Thomas? Broderick Thomas, a Broderick uh, Thomas. Nah, Von Miller is uh, a lot better than Broderick. I mean, the one thing I give Broderick is actually, to be honest with you, Broderick kind of reminds me more of a Khalil Mack type player because when Broderick was in college, he was. He was outside linebacker. Uh, matter of fact, his last college game was against us. He played outside linebacker, and he was a pass rush specialist. When he eventually made it to the Cowboys, they moved him offline, and he was more of a traditional linebacker, uh, you know, a 4-3 linebacker where he covered, he blitzed, he rushed sometimes, and that's sort of like what you get with Mac. Mac made all pro at two different positions, inside and outside linebacker. I mean, he is every down. Think about, here's here's why I made the comparison of Broderick Thomas. There there are very few people, when I'm talking about hand technique, hand battling, Broderick Thomas did not do, like Von Miller. Von Miller is going to, he's not the biggest guy, but he's so damn strong. Mm -hmm. And he's going yeah. to, you think he's going to bull rush you, and next thing you know, he dips the shoulder. Broderick Thomas was elusive like that. Y'all, no, Broderick no, Thomas. Sandman, Sandman, had, Sandman had a nice pass rush game, and then a lot of people don't know this, but he had 4-5 speed. Um, Lamar Lathan is a similar, him and Lamar Lathan okay. were similar. As a matter of fact, I remember when I got, uh, before I got drafted, in the, you know, that, that March I had gotten some money from NFL properties, and I was sitting in Atlanta in Deion Sanders and Jamie Dukes' hair salon, and for some reason or another, Sandman was there. Well, him and him and Deion, him and Prime were good friends, so we was all sitting around, and he was talking about why Lamar Lathan wouldn't race him for ten thousand dollars. I mean, you know. Who, he was like, man, he need to put his money where his mouth is because apparently Lamar Lathan told somebody he ran a 4-4 and Brodrick was like, you can't beat me running. But, you know, 
but the, the the thing about Khalil Mack, he's not as out not as outgoing as uh, Sandman was, or even no, as no, Lamar Latham was. Von Miller, Von Miller, and Sandman. You know, Von Miller and Sandman, yeah, but but Broderick is six four, two fifty five, and Von Miller's a little short. I think he's like six two. They got him listed six two. He's more like two and a half. By two fifty, and he's got like a compact frame, and he he's got the speed, he's got the get off, he's got good hand fighting. I mean, but Khalil Mack just has I don't know because he he Lawrence Taylor did more than just pass rush. I mean, he was a beast against the run. If you ran away from him, he could run the play he's down. Gonna I he's gonna run you down. Von Miller. <laughs> Von Miller, Von Miller has those same qualities as well. I mean, you're talking about the two best outside linebackers in the game. I mean, no doubt. And no Von doubt. Miller Absol- is worth absolutely no doubt. Let Let me ask you a question. I want to shift real, just real quick. Last night, I know we just talked about, we alluded to talk to earlier about Russell Wilson's play. Twenty two of thirty six. He threw for two twenty six last night. Two touchdowns, one pick. But well, no, no, he threw yeah, three touchdowns. He threw three. Was it two to his players and one to theirs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Touche. That's that. Now Sierra's probably gonna she gonna come looking for you. <laughs> Expect Sierra <laughs> to come looking for you. That's all I gotta okay. say. Okay. Now, Wait, hey, hold on. Now, let's talk hold, about hold the hold the question until we gotta take a break. We come back. We can elaborate on Russell Wilson's performance last night, but we need to take I just a want to ask you, right here. I just, but as we go to break, I just want to ask you, and you answer this as we come back, is Mitchell Trubisky garbage? And you can answer that as we, when we come back. When we come back, I will answer that on the Get Down with Hurley Crown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Beat the crowds and fill that freezer early by tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trev. We're discussing Deer Week and handing out season tips to make your 2018 deer hunts more successful. Joining us is Lee and Tiffany Lukoski of Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Mark Drury from Bow Madness and Drury's 13, and Jill Gector with Cinch Jeans. Jim and Trav's Deer Craze is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 p.m. Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports. 
This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Boys of America family, we're back here on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Uh, I'm your host today, Kelvin Harris, the uh, Nick Foles of uh, Voice America Radio, taking us to the Super Bowl. And our co-hosted with me today is my man, Jay DeLay, from 104.5 in Houston. Now, Jay, you asked me a question about the, the <laughs> proverbial Mr. Trubisky. And I'm going to say this. Mr. Trubisky is not all the way hot garbage. But he is not a franchise quarterback, in my opinion. What he is doing is he is making Matt Nagy, excuse me, Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy, a better play caller because he is forcing Matt Nagy to come up with some of the, you know, oddest sets and 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 plays that he can come up with to help this kid look good. And part of the thing that's making him look good. Is Khalil Mack because the defense gets turnovers, they get stops, they get field position, and it helps Mitch Trubisky. But if you think Mitch Trubisky is going to be, he's not. I, 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 this might be a bit harsh. I don't think he can be better than Jay Cutler. I, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out of here. I just wanted to hear what you had to say and how you framed it. You are. So such a nice guy. You are such <laughs> a nice guy. You truly are, Kelvin, because simply, Mitchell Trubisky is hot garbage. This kid was taken over Deshaun Watson and taken over Patrick yeah. Mahomes in the draft. You. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Who are we Last night. Now, now who's the, let me ask you. Who's the, no, no, that who's was, the that was it. That's guy. who it was, Patrick Mahomes. It was Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun and Deshaun Watson. Then, of course, in the second round, uh, Kaiser was taken. Well, this Kaiser, but no, but, but there, was a, there was another quarterback draft in the first round. I'm going through my mind. You got Cleveland. That was Kaiser. Cincinnati, no. Ravens, No. Steelers, no. That's who, no, no, that's who, that's, that's that's who it was. That's who it was. Those, uh, 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 that's who it was. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, and then went, uh, then went. Um, uh, Deshaun Watson was Watson. the first pick in the second round. Deshaun Watson was a uh, tenth pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there was somebody and else that Patrick came Mahomes, out. Patrick Mahomes was the. Patrick Mahomes was the which pick was he? Two, 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 two. I believe he was. I want to say the, like fifteen, fifteen to eight, something like somewhere that. Deshaun Watson went, but nevertheless, nevertheless, you being a nice guy, let's just be honest about this. Another well, not, overrated no quarterback. There's no way he should have been the first pick. I mean, and then the way that they they did it with uh, Glennon. I mean, okay, that the whole move didn't make sense because why did you pick? Why did you sign Sean Glenn in that contract if you're going to go get Mr. Trubisky? And, exactly. you know, I, I saw Mr. Trubisky up close and personal because he played at Carolina, um, and they beat us that year. And he, he made some good throws, but what a lot of people don't know is he was only a one-year starter for the main fact that he couldn't beat out the other quarterback 
who went to camp he with Green Bay. He yeah, I think it was 17 games. If they, no, yeah. no, no, it was much less than that. But his body no, he hurt, started. but they chose he, he, he might have played in 17, but he only started like a sample of, of, of work. They, they chose him on that. But, uh, you know, I, I digress on that point. What I want to ask you, you're a defensive guy, right? Uh, I played guy. both, yeah. Okay. But as a defensive-minded guy, just put your defensive hat on. Okay. You go out, you make a big stop. You're looking for your offense to drive the ball down the field to give you a chance to do what? Rest. Uh, get some rest, yeah. So here's Mitch Trubisky twice last night. All right, first down, first and ten. Here we go. Mitchell Trubisky under center, takes the snap, looks over the, looks over the defense, looks over. He throws intercepted once again, ladies and gentlemen. That happens twice. So, so now it happens one time. So then you look again, and he's three and out again. Then a third time, he's three and out. What do you begin to say to your quarterback? Do you say anything as a defensive guy? Well, in the pros, this early in the season, with him being as young as he is, they're going to get behind him. And Well, let me take it a step further. There's a new coaching staff. So right now, right now, optimism is high, and they're just saying, look, we're, we're going to, you know, stay together as a team. We're going to go out and, and make a stop and get the ball back for the offense. They're going to eventually make a play. Now, if you're down the road, maybe week nine, week ten, yeah, you could get somebody saying something to him. But he's got a long leash because technically – even though this is his second year starting, this is his first year with Matt Nagy and his crew. So in their mind, this is their first year with him because they're going to break him by all the habits that they think that he supposedly learned last year and while he was in college. So he's got a large window right now. He's got a large margin of error, unlike some other guys. With the coaches. Now, with the coaches. Now, the with the coaching, yeah, and the management. I play defense. And, and we eventually go. Yeah, I'm gonna come pat you on. I'm gonna come pat you on your butt. Hey, man, let's handle business, dude. Let's handle business. Let's look. Okay, bring him in. Three and out. You keep three and out, us. Well, the, the thing about it is, it's only the second week of the season, so you know, it's it's way too early to be pointing fingers. Um, I want to I want to get to some of the other things of week two, other games, sure, other sure, highlights. Sure. Uh, I want to talk about Jacksonville and New England right quick. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Jaguars took it to the Patriots on Sunday, and abruptly yesterday, Bill Belichick traded for Josh Gordon. Now I'm interested to see how this works out because. Uh, some people think it's not going to work. I look at his track record. I think it is going to work. <laughs> and this could be a game changer for Tom Brady because he doesn't have a deep weapon, and he needs somebody to help Rob Gronkowski because teams are just basically doubling down on Gronkowski, and he doesn't have the offensive line to sit there and hold the ball. 
So hopefully Josh Gordon can do what Cordell Patterson apparently hasn't been able to do. Um, Jacksonville, if Blake Bortles keeps playing like he's playing, in my opinion, they're going to win the whole thing. Because defensively, they got they got what you need to win a championship on defense. They got uh, uh, an impact player in in the middle. They got an edge rusher and Fowler. They got good linebackers who can cover and play the run. And they got a lockdown corner and some impact safeties. That defense is that defense is rough. Um, the Dolphins. Who knew? I mean, they're dogs. They're dogs. Yeah. My question right is: Right now, you alluded to hold on, wait a minute. You alluded to Bortles. State of, yeah. You you alluded to Bortles. Now he was twenty nine or forty five. Had almost four hundred yards passing, four touchdowns, only one INT, and yeah. and and. and you know, I gotta give him. I gotta give him credit. But will defenses catch up to Blake Bortles and shake him like he was shaking last year? No, you know, Nathaniel so. Hackett, Hackett, the offensive coordinator, did a great job with the, with the game plan. And I think as the season goes on, and as long as Leonard Fournette can stay healthy. I think he's comfortable in that offense. This is like his second year in the offense, and they know his limitations. And I think now, let me preface this by saying this: I don't know who's going to take Cam Robinson's place because they lost their left tackle, Cam oh, Robinson. Oh my god! Yeah. So shout that, out to that, that shout out to that guy. Shout out to that guy. I mean, he's he's worked his behind we, we, off, and he's amazing. But that ACL injury, oof. Well, we, well, we got to see how that affects the run game and the, and the pass protection. Um, the Los Angeles Rams. Todd Gurley right hey, now. Hey, 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 fellas, how y'all doing, man? I'm just just getting in on the show. How are What's happening? Early Brown. That's right. That's right. The yes, sir, hey, my man. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm living the dream. If I was doing any better, I'd be Kelvin Harris. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Really? Curly, I was just yeah. about to say that right now after it's week two, Todd Gurley is my league MVP. What do you think about the Rams? Oh, I, I like the Rams, but I want to go back to the to them Jacksonville Jaguars for just a second. Just a second, then okay. we can move on because a lot of people a lot of people didn't give my boy Blake Bortles a chance when he left UCF and went to Jacksonville and didn't have a stellar season his first season. So I'm sitting back and well, hell, he was hot garbage. I was talking all of that stuff. Huh? He was hot garbage again, for three and a half years. I mean, we got to be honest. Well, was he garbage? Oh, oh, he did not have any help. But now he's got that man with him. He got a grown man with him, Joe. And like you said, that yeah. and I yeah. just want to. I, hey, yeah. I just want to go out and say, and I want to put it out there. I am a Jalen Ramsey fan. I might okay. be his biggest fan because I tell you what. Well, what him and Calais Campbell have brought to that defense, they brought a whole. They brought a whole another attitude. And it shows. Absolutely. Dennis I will agree. I, I will agree. And he walks the walk. One of the best corners in the league right now. And he he's not like all these other kids. And I, having coached college ball, coaching high school ball, a lot of these kids, they don't want, they, they fear confrontation. Not Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Yes, sir. Jalen Ramsey going to talk that talk. He's going to challenge you, and he's going to walk that walk. And I love it. So he's, you... He's a, 
Charlie, Charlie come on now. So you believe well, you believe hold on one second. Hold on, Jay, Jay, hold that because I know you're going. We got to take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> yeah, come gonna, on back. You, we, we're going to talk Blake Bortles because I, I know Hurley. Hurley has got his, his tricks in there. He go So we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going we're gonna to finish this up about Blake Bortles, and we're going right. to segue to the rest of the league and some college on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice America. Sports Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Get Down family. Yes, I'm Nick Foles of Radio. Kelvin Harris, your host today. But Matt, but Carson Wentz is back. That's right. Hurley Brown is called in, and he's about to be yeah, baby. Blake <laughs> Bortles of all people. Let me tell you something. Hold on. All right. If you had a choice between Blake Bortles and Mitchell Trubisky, who are you taking? Oh, God. Ah, that, that's, that's, that's not a fair question. That's not a fair question. But being a Florida You only got two choices, Hurley. It, it, it really, it really, right, I got, again, I, I got a, it really I got a better one for you. Back years, 
Blake Bortles or Ryan Tannehill? I'm going with Blake. Oh, my God. Hmm? I'm going with Blake. Oh. Only, only, there's only two quarterbacks in the league, uh, maybe three or four, that I would choose over Blake Bortles, and Tom Brady being one of them, and Aaron Rodgers being the other. And, again, you know, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, a couple of guys like that. But other than that, I'm going with my homeboy. So you would go with Blake Bortles over a Cam Newton? I said those are a few no, guys would. in the league that I probably wouldn't no. Oh, okay, okay, you know okay. I mean? okay. No, 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 no. I, but, I mean, come on, okay, guys. gentlemen. For real. But gentlemen, gentlemen, I got well, 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 early, I know where you're going with this, and I will say this. Um, you know, playing, playing center in the league and being around the quarterbacks as an offensive coordinator, the one thing I think that hurts a lot of these quarterbacks is – they get drafted in the first round, and immediately, not the, not the, not, I don't think the, the 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 coaching staff expects them to play right away, but the owner, the the the, the administration, meaning the GM and the personnel people, and most importantly, the fans all feel like if I draft you first, you got to play right away. Mitchell Trubisky uh, probably shouldn't have played as quickly as he did. And neither should Blake Bortles have played as quickly as he did. Now, both of these guys are lucky in that they've got solid coaching right now. And I think Blake Bortles has made more improvement over the last year and a half than he definitely did in the third, the three seasons before that. And you coached with his offensive coordinator, uh, his first offensive coordinator, Jed Fish. And I think, to be honest with you, Hurley, if he would have kept Jed Fish he would have been okay. But what, Jed Fish, after the first year, they decided to go in another direction because uh, the, the coach felt pressure. So he had to start. He had to start cutting off next. And I think the most important part is when you have a quarterback who has a relationship with his coordinator and his quarterback coach, that's more important in the league than anything. And I mean, that's why Aaron Rodgers was so upset when they got rid of his uh, coordinator and quarterback coach. You know, um, but I, I just say this. I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. If Blake Bortles can just play as consistent as he's played these first two weeks, Jacksonville is going to be almost impossible to beat. Because like you said, Jalen Ramsey is playing as good as any corner in the league. It's him and Patrick Peterson, in my opinion, right now, um, as far as that position. And Kalai Campbell is almost unblockable in the middle. And the part that I think everybody overlooks is Telvin Smith and the other linebackers. They can they can play the run, but they can also I cover know, the slot to the tight end. I know, I know how long-winded you can be. So, hey, Jay, we, we got we to gotta shut him down every now and then. We can't just let him hold. We got to shut him. We got to shut him down, slow him down a little bit. Because he, he goes on this tangent about all this dead fish, offensive coordinator. Boss, the bottom line is, when Blake first got to the league, he did not have the potent run game that he has right now. I don't care who the offensive coordinator is. No, you, you throw the score. You run the win. It's just that simple. And he didn't have a run game yeah. the way that he has right now. When they drafted Leonard Fournette, it changed the entire dynamic of that organization. When he brought it in class, well, Tom, Tom Coughlin came in with a plan. Yeah, but, but again... If you don't have a litter for net, let's just go back now. Kevin, you know it. Do you know it. That's, that's so different than Alabama. Run the football. But, but, that's, what, but that's what I'm saying, Hurley. Tom Coughlin came in with a plan 
to run the ball. Tom Coffin and came in he and he told him that, hey, look, we need to go draft us a running back first round. Period. Ball game. Yes. 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 So, so now you, you take a Blake Bortles, who everybody hated because they're sitting back and they don't realize that the run game that they had was not effective enough to where guys would respect that run game. They didn't respect it. So they just teed off no, they them doggone defensive ends. When they came in that doggone, they knew, hey, look, man, we're going to 4-8. Well, how, well, how to say it? Well, the saying goes, stop the run, then let's go have fun. And what does that mean? Yeah. You stop the run, that open means. your ears back and let's go deep. Because now yeah, you have to lose because he has to yeah. and, and that's where the game is at now. You, we talked, you, then you alluded to Todd Gurley. Come on, baby. Oh, my God. So now the Rams are sufficient again. They, now those are fools. Those are fools out there. Well, those well, Rams, you know what? Oh, oh my God. Hurley, well, let me tell you something, Jay. What, what Hurley is saying about Jacksonville is you you copy and paste that with what's going on in Los Angeles because Todd Gurley has covered up all of Jared Goff's deficiencies and the passing game because yes, he is a superhuman individual, and then they got the same Man. type of setup on their defense as Jacksonville. Matter of fact, that might be the Super Bowl matchup, Jacksonville against Los Angeles. Well, that, that's a little wow, did you hear that, Hurley? I mean, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, come on, Kelvin. I know you're down there at Fort Myers, and there ain't a whole lot to do, but you need to stay out of that dog on Panera Bread drinking them dog on coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a little bit the right about now, boss. I'm not well, saying they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. What, you saying well, you don't no. think Jacksonville or you don't think Los Angeles can make it? I don't think that's the Super Bowl matchup. Well, hold on. Let's now, just I'm, look I'm at going, it. I'm going to go, with, I'm gonna go well, with them Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are going to go as deep in the playoffs as anybody can get from the east side of the country. Okay. Well, I, gonna, I really look, do believe that. The one team that could beat them, they just spanked their ass yesterday. I don't think anybody yeah, else in the air. Man, you, you, you said it earlier. It's just, just the second game of the season. You know, New England don't get started. I, I, okay, I, okay. Hold on, fellas. Hold on, season. fellas. Hold on. Before we go too far, let me throw this in because Jacksonville, amazing. Los Angeles, amazing. Well, people around the league are saying this cat is amazing. Threw for more than 400 yards and four touchdowns for the second straight week. And I'm talking about a guy that was considered a bum, but now Ryan Fitzpatrick is tearing things up. Can your boy walk back in and get his job back? He'll get back. That's going to be a challenge. He won't be right away. That's going to be a challenge. He won't be a victim. Hey, Jay, you also got to understand now. The NFL, the NFL, Ryan Fitzpatrick hadn't played in a few years. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, right. He's been sitting he on the bench for a couple years. To play. So, so now, all of a sudden, you haven't really been able to game plan for him because you really hadn't seen him play on film play. You hadn't seen him. But if I'm not convinced until he can do it a couple more weeks in a row. If he can, no, 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 I'm not. Early. Talk to me in week eight. Hold on, hold on, Kevin. Hold on, Kevin. Hold on. I want to hear this. If he can throw for a couple hundred yards a game, consistent for the next couple of weeks, then I'm sold. But again, man, I just, hey, I've been around them, dude. 
them son of a guns will sit in there all night long to find his mm-hmm. deficiency. And the first one that does it is the copycat, the copycat league. Everybody's going to do it. The nigga shut him back down. Jamie's going to go back in and be like, okay, hey, you had your time, my fella. Appreciate you. I, I want to quote, I want to quote one of our old teammates. Hey, Hurley, I'm going to quote one of our old teammates. He was a young teammate at UM, but he became a Hall of Famer. And me and him used to talk all the time about this, and he said something that's so true. NFL defense is the fastest-moving amoeba in the world. And what he means by that is exactly what Hurley is saying. After four weeks of film of you, if you can do it the next four weeks, you're legit. Because when they get four weeks of film of you in the NFL, it's a problem. That's why I'm not sold on Patrick Mahomes. I'm not sold on this Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I will say this. To what Hurley said about Blake Bortles, they got film on Blake Bortles. But that, that, that Sherman tank that's behind him, as long as he's healthy, they're going to have problems. Yeah. They're going to have problems. Okay. And great. That, that's great. Bring now, up. now, we, we say we want to bring around up around the league for a minute. I just got one more. Well, I just got one more. How long okay. will it be before Baker Mayfield takes the snaps over Tyrod? Ooh. Ah, hey, hold on. Come right, on, so Hurley, Kelvin. Hurley, Kelvin. Hey, nah, I'm going to say this. They may give him a shot. They just might give Baker Mayfield a shot. Baker okay. Mayfield is not going to be a successful NFL quarterback. He's not going to be. I don't think so either. Nah, Wait, a I don't see it either. No. Wait a minute. Hold on, Hurley. Hold on, because okay. you say that. But Drew Brees said Baker Mayfield could be better than me. Brees is pulling your leg. Drew Brees is pulling your leg. Drew Brees just wants you to say, man, he ain't going to talk bad about nobody. I want to say, Drew. He just wants you to spend that 350 on the NFL game pass. That's all he's trying to get you to do. Because, hey, man. Come on. Baker Mayfield is 5'9, man. Stop that. I was so, I was so. Amazed at the fact that the dog on Cleveland Browns took him. And again, hey, I'll be the first to tell you, I haven't studied him like the Cleveland Browns have. I don't know him as well as Alonzo Highsmith knows him. I don't. But well, early, early, early. I'm gonna stop you right there. I saw enough for him, and I've asked several people this question: What's the difference between? Because they're saying, well, Brandon, or not Brandon Whedon, but the kid that the uh, Steelers drafted from Oklahoma State. Um, they said, well, he needs a couple years to play because he played in a simple offense. Him and Baker Mayfield played in the same offense. So he needs a couple right, exactly. years. But on top of that, the only reason why they, they say Baker Mayfield is a winner, the only reason why Baker Mayfield and the Oklahoma Steelers were in the playoffs last year is because the boy that's playing wide receiver for the Steelers from Oklahoma State, James Washington got hurt and got and couldn't finish the game and because they couldn't stop him. So Oklahoma State would have won that game, and Oklahoma would not have made the playoffs, and they would have started picking at this dude. He wouldn't have went first pick. But I'm, for, for, for Alonzo's sake, because Alonzo, you know, is a UM guy, I That's hope he I'm had going. some success. Cause we don't want to see Alonzo I'm lose his job. But what, you know, Alonzo, the interesting thing. Good season. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hurley. Cleveland's going to have a good season. They're going to have one of the better seasons that they've had. That's had. I, I mean, think they, they are, yes. Like they, they should be 2-0 right now. They should be 2-0 right now. I mean, you got a bunch of guys over there. Those are our Miami guys. 
Hey, but again, I see some things in Cleveland that I, we haven't seen in a long time. And then when you Absolutely. go out there, I, I agree. Landry, man, hey, dude, when Landry, when Landry stood up in the speech that he made in training camp, that was on hard knocks. Yes, sir. Change yeah. the game. Change the game. Because now they know they got somebody that's going to hold them accountable. Somebody that doesn't fear conflict, and he wants to win. He's been around winning long enough. LSU, I wasn't with the Dolphins. Now he got his, you know, he got his, <laughs> his butt handed to him down there with the Dolphins. But this kid is sitting there saying, "Man, I'm tired of this. I, I've been around this. I don't want this no more." And we and he. Well, I I, admi- I admire that, around. and I know we got to go to break, and I know we got to go to break, Hurley. But I'm going to ask you yep. now, and you can tell me after the break, Hurley. Now that I, you say you see good things out of Cleveland, I want to know. Do you see them with Josh Gordon or without Josh Gordon? We'll talk about <laughs> on that, that note, coming up next. We're gonna, on that note, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to answer that, and then we're going to finish off with some college football on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the draft, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps, on and off the field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Thank you. 
This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Voice America Nation, we're back on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Uh, myself, Kelvin Harris, my man, Jay DeLay, and of course, the Carson Wentz of this show, Hurley Brown. Now, Hurley, I want you to answer that question right quick about Josh Gordon, and then I want to move into college football because, you know, there's a, some interesting things going on that I want to talk about that you can relate to. So give a quick answer, and then we're going to move on. All right, so Josh Gordon is now, from what I understand last night and yesterday, he's been picked up by the New England Patriots. All right, hey, and it's a great pickup for Bill Belichick. For the simple fact, he needs a dog. And right yes. now he don't have a dog. Outside of, outside of Gronkowski, he, don't, he doesn't have that game changer. He doesn't have that guy that can take the top off the dog on off the defense, and he doesn't have that guy in the locker room that's going to push everybody. So Brady's getting older. Brady can't, yeah, he can't babysit everybody no more. Gronkowski, he can no. only do so much. But you need that dog, yeah. just like the dog on Jacksonville Jaguars went and got Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen is going to set the tone for how that defense plays. Josh Gordon is going to set the tone for how the New England Patriots' offense is going to have to play this year. He don't have that kind of guy. He's, all, he's always had well, great guys. But the interesting, thing, the interesting thing about that whole deal is, can Josh Gordon last in New England? That's the question. Well, I'll say, I'll, I'll say this early, and then we're going to move on. If he doesn't make it in New England, I don't see his career going on after this because I think the people are saying Bill Belichick obviously knows something we don't know, and he's had successful players like that, LeGarrette Blunt, uh, Corey Dillon, uh, Akeem Talib. Yeah, so Randy Moss. I think Randy it'll Moss, work. Absolutely. And Randy, Randy Moss, yeah. So I think it's a great move uh, for him, and I think it's going to change their season. Now, let's move to college. The number one team in the country, as much as it hurts me to say this, and it really does, it hurts me like someone's got a 15-inch knife in my ribs. Alabama we right now is the best team in Alabama. Man. <laughs> Hey, now the number. Where, where's my the, boy right now? Kid Rock. Hey, where's Kid Rock? At? Can we play it? Sweet Home Alabama by Kid Rock. Love the song. Why would, why would Alabama? Play? I'm going to say this. Alabama looks good right now, but I see some cheeks. But I'm, I'm going to go down the top ten. The quarterback for Ohio State. I thought last year when he got in and played, I thought he was great. He is looking exceptional. But here's the thing I'm going to say. I think when Urban Meyer comes back, he could mess everything up because this is not what he's used to. Ryan Day did a great job of calling plays. Um, all these new coaches, this is where you come in here early because you were, you you know, you, you coached major college you football. And, spot now. I'll tell you. Just like, just like you're saying, right? Go ahead. <laughs> say it again. I said, you're going to put me on the hot spot, right? Because you know I need a job. Come on, Kel. Well, well okay. what I'm saying is you, you, you were – No, no, you were – With Hurley Brown. 
<laughs> you were a part of, I guess, the beginning of this movement of the, you know, when you were coaching, all of a sudden all these new coaches came in, these gimmick coaches. And what we've noticed in the first two weeks of the three weeks of the season is all of these so-called hot coaches, a lot of them are getting their teeth kicked in now that they've got these major power five jobs. And one of them that really, that really kind of, I don't want to say it, it kind of hurts because, you know, they like our little brother. It kind of pains me to see Florida State looking how they look right now. I mean, I don't even know who that is. What I, first of all, what's up with that backpack? I mean, come on. I mean, you know, they're, all, they're cat, already bro. calling for his job. They're already calling for his job. When I, when we sat there and we watched Florida State's first game of the season, against Virginia Tech, what was alarming to me was all the doggone shenanigans that was going on at the beginning of the game. The yeah. dancing, all that, all that. Hey, hey, bro, you, you do that in pop water, but we might even do that in high school to get our kids riled up. Man, you're talking about Florida State, one of the premier schools in the country. You don't have to do all that. It's, you, you're playing on a Sunday night against Virginia Tech and, and doggone Bud Foster. You don't need to do all that to get everybody riled up to play in that game. That to no, me, you don't. Well, that, 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 that threw up a red flag right then and there. I'm like, wait, hold on, wait, wait a minute. This is Florida State. Dude, you're talking about one of the premier schools in the entire country over the last 50 well, years. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you, you know, a lot of people are saying when he got the job that he wasn't qualified, that he hadn't really done enough to get the job. And, you know, I want, I want to be, you know, a glass half full guy. I, I thought he did a great job at Oregon. Um, in the year that he was there, he changed the culture. And now Mario has benefited from it on top of the fact that the quarterback is healthy. But, I didn't really think he needed to change that much at Florida State, Hurley. I mean, it's not like, look, if Deontay Francois don't get hurt the first game, they probably go 9-3, 10-2. You know, yeah, but he got hurt. Let's look at this, though. I mean, let, let, let's go back. And what people don't want to talk about is why did Jimbo Fisher leave? Okay? Mm. Jimbo oh, Fisher saw something because he was there. He recruited all of that. He knows. Yeah. Jimbo, there was something there that Jimbo Fisher was aware of that he knew. Why would you leave? You don't leave Florida State. I don't care how much money well, they pay. They're going to Texas A&M? Them. No. Exactly. You don't leave uh, Florida State unless there's something that doesn't sit well with you. And you realize that, hey, you know what? Hey, I better part wow. this into something huge. And so, and again, hey man, I'm, I'm all for Willie Taggart getting a job. Hey man, uh, we all need that. We all need a chance. But what Willie didn't know, Willie didn't go in and study the team, study the dynamics of the team, look at the, you know, the, the recruiting. He didn't, he didn't do that. All he saw was Florida State, just like we see it. We know what it is. Like you said, it's our little brother. And we're one of the top programs in the country for the last 30, 40 years. And they were doing it before we did it. You talk about a premier program. So you yeah. got to take that job, Willie. You have to, because if you don't now, you, you may not ever get that chance again. 
Exactly. Yeah. So uh, now, yeah. So now here it is, and I recruited a lot of those kids, and and I love Jock West Patrick. Jock West Patrick is not a national championship running back. Cam Akers is a backup, and he's not a national championship running back. You just lost Dalvin Cook for the last seven years. You had Dalvin Cook and Devontae Freeman. And look at the receivers you had. Look at the quarterbacks you had. I mean, come on, man. Now you got DeAndre yeah. Francois, who's a good quarterback. Yeah, good, good, good college quarterback, not great. You had Jameis Winston, and then you had E.J. Manuel before that. And look at the dogs that they had in the backfield with them. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, well, I heard I got to cut you off. A Rod said that we, our time is up. A Rod yeah. said our time yeah. is up, man. So hey, we, well, were, we can we pick were it just, up next week. Yeah, man. I, hey, this was great. Jay, thanks for 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 for, for chiming in, man. It's always it's always yeah, fun with having me. When you, yeah, and 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 her, hey, really, man. We we definitely got to pick this up again because well, hopefully they'll yeah, have hey, won a game. Real think. quick before we get off of here, Ray Ellis, the Ray Ellis Sports Show is up next, and hey, we really enjoyed this. Hey, feel free to call in and hang out with us a little bit. Miami FIU. I'll be there front and center. That's all I got to say. I'm gone. On that note, thanks, fans. It's all about the UKs for life. Enough said. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.